Hello. Welcome to Two Tunes Podcast. What do we do here? Uh, dick around and talk about lots of other things that aren't. Yeah, Rich, that's what we do. We do that, Rich. <laughs> um, yeah, so we uh, we bring two tunes. Each of us brings a song to the other, and that we're supposed to listen to it. We're supposed to listen <laughs> to it 24 hours. Four seconds before the podcast starts. So someone. At me. Which. Look, I was getting vaccinated. Our BB. I was getting, yeah, right. <laughs> And teaches music in the Central <laughs> Dolphin School District. <laughs> we are twins. Yes. Uh, I was getting vaccinated yesterday. I've got I'm fully 5G now. Um, nice. And you know it's an obsolete technology. The other like they're on six now, obviously. Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone who's yeah. – I saw that the other – or today. Um, or no, it was you. It was you that I saw that says got 5G or something like that. Oh, I didn't say that. Somebody did. No, I quoted Lizzo. Okay. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Because I was clever. I thought about that two weeks ago. And I've been waiting. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. so we, we bring music to each other and to the masses, all six of you that listen to this. And There's more than six. It's Rich and five other people. <laughs> um, it's Rich, it's Christian, and four other people. <laughs> my friend Sarah and Bonnie. We- <laughs> and Mike sometimes. <laughs> Those so, are the ones so I know, you know for sure. Do you know the, um, like... Uh, is, is it Rompa Room? Sure. I'm it's aware like, of that, but I, I don't know what I, it is. The only thing that I know about is like, I see blank. He's a, like, whatever. Okay. So you're basically doing that. And it's like, I see Rich. He listens to the podcast. Oh, <laughs> cool. He's going to stop listening now because he's like, why do they keep mentioning me? I, you keep mentioning I him. Keep I keep mentioning And him. I mention him because you mention him. But anyway, so yeah, we, uh, we just talk about some music. Yep. Who likes cartoons? Who likes cartoons? I mean, I do, but you like a specific cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Called Wolf Walkers. Octonauts. Octonauts. Isn't that a thing? It is. <laughs> I watched it when, when my son was really little. Nice. It was, oh, man, now you're like. They're the ones with like the weird straws sticking out of their head, basically, right? Is it? Oh, I, yes. I'm thinking of Maybe something I'm thinking else. Maybe i thing. Now I got to Google it. Yeah. It's Give like, it a Googs. Yeah, I don't know the things. That's on. that's something else. That's not octonauts, I don't think. Octonauts. Oh, octonauts is actually probably the thing you're thinking of because it started in 2010. What's the thing I'm thinking of? Snoids or something like that. No, the noid is something else. No, not the noid. Like avoid the noid. I don't know. Anyway, what happened to the noid? Anyways, we're talking about cartoons because um. I got Apple Plus over the weekend or two weeks ago or whatever because it came with my daughter's iPad. And they're like, you get a free year. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So we watched (laughs) Wolf Walkers, which is a cartoon about werewolves, kind of, sort of, but set in in Ireland. Mm. And, of course, the Wolf Walkers are redheads with green eyes. Yeah, Uh, There's only two of them, but they're like werewolves because if you get bit, you turn into a Wolf Walker. Uh Uh, They can heal things, birds, people themselves hmm. with enough wolf power it's a really good cartoon <laughs> yeah. movie animated feature okay um and there is this song that like you know montage of mm. like stuff's happening and then this song's playing over mm. kind of like the middle in whatever that uh, angelina jolie movie was oh, right. from a long long time ago and yeah, the reason yeah. i don't like that song uh-huh. is because it was the whole song in the middle of this movie that yeah. was like her having a midlife crisis at 30 I don't know. Um, but anyways, uh, this is by Aurora, who anyone with children knows. 
Oh, okay. Uh, so that's why I don't know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know Aurora? I don't have children, apparently. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, well, I don't have children, so <laughs> apparently that's why I don't know who she is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but you do, because you've seen Frozen 2, right? Oh, uh-huh. So she's the... The lesser the, of the two Frozen movies. They go downhill. Like, yeah. is, is is Toy Story 2 better than Toy Story 1? Probably, actually. I don't know. Um, but... Uh, she sings this part, and guess what? People are going to be like, what are you doing? Oh, I know what it is. So it's like. Okay. So she plays the. M- not the not the mother, the, like the, the voice the of, voice of the, the, thing. the wild, yeah, yeah. which she only does that part, and right. that's it. By the way, speaking of um, Frozen and Frozen 2, I would like to start a petition that Brendan for Yuri, Frozen no, Three. That, well, sure, but that Brendan Yuri plays um, Elsa from now on in all things, because he sings that song better than Adina Menzel. Okay, I don't like Adina Menzel. I don't. Okay, that's all. What's what was her name? That uh, Adele Dazim. Yeah, Adele <laughs> I make that reference probably once a month, and really, most people don't get it. All right, which also this is. Uh, let let me move it down some octaves. Wait, that's too low. <laughs> Or is it the DS area? It is the DS area. Nice. Listen to the ring. I was gonna say, holy cow, on your keyboard, it's still going. Do you have a pedal on it? No. It just doesn't. It, like the low notes on on this, like ring out. That's weird. a very long time. They're still, it's going. still going. That's so bizarre. <laughs> How bizarre. Huh. Uh, anyway, so she did that thing. Okay. Um, she also will be on this podcast again. Uh, for covers episode. Okay, cool. Uh, she um, is she, she looks like the daughter of Sia and yes. York. <laughs> yes. So now we go into she deep Icelandic. dive into people. Let me go to this window. So Aurora, she is from Norwegian. She's a Norwegian singer, songwriter, and re- record producer. Okay. From Stavanger. I don't know. S T A V A N G E R. Stavanger. Stavanger, sir. Sure. This song, which is called Running with the Wolves, uh, came out in 2015. Mm-hmm. Before, the, predating the... Predating the, the, the cartoon movie yeah. Wolf Walkers mm-hmm. on Apple Plus TV, whatever. Do you think the producers just Googled, like, wolf, wolf. and wolves on Spotify or something? Possibly. Because that'd be smart. Yes. There's another uh, original song in this uh-huh. uh, movie. By a different artist it's not as cool as this one um so when i choose a lot of the songs that i choose or at least i think about come from tv shows because uh-huh. i'll be like this is really cool this is really I interesting actually specifically found this my tune also from a television show cool there's today's theme guys <laughs> <laughs> i although i told you i almost because you sent me your tune first which yes. again i did not listen to for a long time uh but i on my, I have like a running playlist of things I want to eventually put on the podcast, and one of them is a band with wolves in the name. And I was like, "Do I use that one? No, I won't. Yeah, I don't want to force the the thing. other the other one. What came from? Which I'm not gonna do. It's uh, it's Buddy Rich and and some other drummer quartet. Uh-huh. Like they have an album where they're playing the same tunes, which is actually a really cool idea. I might choose something from that record. But it's Buddy Rich and, and some other guy. Okay. I don't know what the other guy's name is, so I apologize. But um, it's like both of their quartets or quintets playing the same tune. 
and like Buddy Rich is on the right or the left. I I don't know really. And the other guy, like his quartet, is is on the right. Oh, so like it's weird. And then like there's antiphonal. Yeah, like where you're on the right and you're on the left, but yeah. then like the reverb is on the other side. Interesting. It's really really interesting. Um. Uh, but there's like a a a thing where it's just it's just a drum off. Uh huh. Like that's that's the the song is just like. Two two to four bars of one drummer, and then it switches to the other drummer, and right. then it goes like just the whole time. That's yeah. all what all it is. Just it's trading. just it's just a battle of the drummers. Cool. Which sometimes is like, I hope that was Buddy Rich because he, as far as I know, he's he was an asshole. Yeah, like really. I so we 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 talk about him usually every year in, in my jazz bands because I especially in my my big bands. Mm-hmm. Um, we just talk about just general famous jazz musicians, and you know, because they need to be exposed to them and know who they are and listen to them and whatever. Yeah. And so Buddy Rich usually comes up because talk about drummers, of course, and he, yeah. was, he was very famous. And um, and I mention <laughs> to them that like he wasn't a great guy; he was a big jerk to his to his players and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I don't I don't think I usually tell the students about this because I don't necessarily want them looking it up. But um, there are the Buddy Rich tapes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah anybody who knows which, Buddy Rich knows about these tapes yeah which is basically just like somebody in his band at one point recorded him berating them on the bus or whatever yeah he's just a piece of crap but when he started he was like three and he was on the vaudeville circuit yeah as Traps the Wonder Kid <laughs> <laughs> he was super cute in pictures from like 1920 okay well now let's go back to Aurora anyway <laughs> not not Aurora Illinois but Aurora yeah. or the 87 other bands named Aurora Maybe. I don't know, but this is just her. And that, that is her real first name. I cannot pronounce her last name. Mm-hmm. She's born in 96, so she's a child to us. Um, this So the song came out originally on an EP in 2015, and then the one, like a couple songs from that EP then turned up in her um, her debut album. Okay. Which, which is pretty typical. Yeah. Which was called, where are you, where are you? All My Demons Greeting Me as a Friend in 2016. And then she's just kind of been like releasing bits and bits of like singles yeah. uh, since then. So she hasn't really had another big album. Yeah. Or I shouldn't even say a big album. It's just an album. An album, which I guess I'm wrong, actually. No, that's an EP and that's an EP. Yeah. Anyway. That's also pretty common amongst younger artists but she's been used in a lot of films recently okay. and not just like we're going to use your song mm-hmm. it's like no no we're going to use you like oh, you're okay, going to be right. kind of uh, prominent so because i have a question yes well maybe i'll save it till we're listening because it references something in the music so yeah okay <laughs> that's all i'll just i'll wait yeah 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 um so yeah let's just get into it cool Okay, so here's my question. Yep. Was that wolf sound in the original, or was that added? So the instrumentation is completely different. Okay, so this is like a new version of the song. This is, yeah, there's... Okay, so I guess that that's my a main A lot question. of it's it like, is different. Okay. So the original version has a lot of, like, electronic mm. elements to it. Okay. <clears throat> the verses are completely different. Oh, okay. So, like, rewriting the lyrics, even. Yeah, yeah, um, the The pre-chorus and the chorus are the same. But most, if not all of the verses, completely rewritten. That's cool. Lyrically. Okay, I dig that. To, you know, it's got to match up with what's going on yeah. in the Well, and like the folky the instrumentation mm-hmm. matches the 
Well, it's it's Ireland, but it's Ireland when. Um, it this Not version, modern, right? So, talking about the song. No, I, but I mean the movie. No, no, hold on. Yes, okay. it's Ireland, but like um, when England came to Ireland to to okay. to tame so, the savages hundreds of years ago. Yeah, eighteen. Okay. Well, seventeen, eighteen hundreds. I don't know. Like it's I feel like it would have been before that even, but I don't know my. I don't know exactly. It, it's, it says I've only watched. I've watched it once. My daughter's watched it at least two, yeah. two times. But she's like, I'm gonna be like, when did this take place? <laughs> remember, the, remember the subtitles that said child, Ireland. Can you give me these? And I believe it's 1800. Okay. It could be completely okay. wrong. But that, just that that match changing the instrumentation and stuff matches to that, um, that thing. Yeah, um, but <clears throat> uh, this version of it. Uh, uses medieval Irish instruments mm-hmm. as the backing music. So, yeah. and the the meaning changes a lot in it. Like it, uh, her definition or her description of what it is is a song about having the animal instinct inside you come to life. Mm-hmm. So, like, and not necessarily like when people say, "Oh, you, animal instinct," it's more like a negative thing. Mm-hmm. It's more about like, um, return to nature. I guess would be my my understanding. So not so much of like a it's about freedom and joining yeah. nature again. There you go. But then she goes into his like running with them, uh, joining them, the instinct taking over, giving you freedom and making you forget about your human self and all the things that humans or humans keep around is modern society. So that's from an interview long time ago, like before this, so yeah. like uh, the original song. Um, and apparently she wrote it during the Blood Moon in 2014. Cool. So she seems <laughs> like she's an artist. Yeah. Yeah. An artist. Yeah. So we didn't even start the lyrics yet. Nope. Come here. Come on. You can do it. Yeah. So they're going to throw in wolf sounds. Yeah, I just was curious. Go running home to safer grounds. Which I think that that's a... Uh, Hammer Dulcimer. Yeah. yeah. Which is the thing that I'm like, it's my favorite instrument. <laughs> Because they even have that with, with the spring thing that uh-huh. we talked about it like on our first episode, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, so here's the, the pre-chorus. No, it's not. Well, no, that is the pre-chorus. But right here, you can barely hear it. And it's coming like, like it's kind of galloping. Uh-huh. Right? And it's like, oh, it's it's building and building and building and building yeah. and building. And I, I think that that's a really, that's a really cool um, thing. I'm realizing that we're like too effect. loud. The music is too loud. Oh, I got you. Anyways, yeah, um, it totally sounds like a galloping effect. Yes, like just which from the back. like really then neat. in in the 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 movie, it fits really well because like it's where. You know what? I'm not gonna spoil it. Okay. It's where some like I you things see, are running. You see some wolves <laughs> running. Sure. Not walking, but uh, running. Um, but it's. It's cool. It's it's interesting, and that's kind of like where I was trying to explain earlier, where when you're watching, when you when we're picking music that's related to a movie, mm. the movie influences the song, mm-hmm. and then you have to kind of step for this context, our podcast context. Mm-hmm. Does it still hold up, or do you have to then explain the movie? Right. Where I, I, th- I mean, to me, I've not seen the movie. 
I think that this song, I think the holds, song up. Totally holds up. Yeah. Yeah. The, that's why the, that's part of the question why I asked about the, the wolf <laughs> noise at the beginning. Cause I just mm-hmm. was like, well, that's a little on the nose, but, <laughs> but again, if it's like, this is the specific movie version of the thing mm-hmm. and like, but it's still okay. Like, I don't know. It's, I could maybe do without the wolf sound, but it also fits the, well, hold the on. thing. So there, there, there's a that's part all. in yeah. here that, um, it relates to the wolf sound. I mean, it's a flute, so yeah, it's that's the one of the oldest instruments sure. besides drums. Flute. Yeah. Okay, right here. Right. Right. Yeah. Like so. That's that's like a wolf sound, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. And that is that is part of yeah the song. Which my daughter really 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 loves this song. Yeah. Like she'll just like sit there and listen to it. This verse kind of ties directly into the show a little bit more. Okay. So like, like there's a huge difference between the lyrics. Uh-huh. I think that this is kind of like more subdued meaning behind like what the original was is a little bit more adult, not adult themed, but not like it's not like this is for kids. Right. This is for eight now or family oriented. Yes. Yeah. And then the Hammer Dolls Square. Hammer Dolls Square, yeah. which is my favorite instrument. I'm going to bring in, okay, I'm, I'm bringing in a band that features that instrument. <laughs> Just it's all I mean, it's mostly. Yeah. And this is really cool how, it, yet again, like, you know, when you build up, you build up. At some point, you have to bring it yeah. really far down. And this is the Gotta, gotta the get part. down to get up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, ba. Get tired um, and then I was like trying to figure out this a little bit. Um, that note, I believe it's. Mm-hmm. It finally gets to a B flat. Mm-hmm. It does, it uses a B flat only in like the second half. Okay, it's a very. Um, so was it like modal before that or something? I wouldn't say modal, more like uh, pentatonic. Okay, which yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but it it doesn't use a. So like, B is flat. it an F? Yeah. Okay, so it's an F, and then never uses the B flat until like the last third of the song. Okay. Which I thought was really cool because I'm like trying to play it, and so uh-huh. like. Like, uh, like it's uh-huh. skips right over there because yep. it's like. All right. Oh, I'm messing stuff up. That's okay. Know. I don't know what I'm doing, but that whole part is like, it's just bringing up, 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 up. And mm-hmm. then it finally has a harmony that's very prominent mm-hmm. in that part where there are harmonies in the, I'm running with the wolves tonight, but in that part, but it's not as uh, prominent. Mm-hmm. And then that's building, 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 building. And then finally we have like a real prominent harmony. So this is still the build. And then that harmony yeah. is actually... Like it's yeah, really yeah. hot, and then she's kind of coming back down, back to the original. Now that's like right, right on the <laughs> yeah, like hitting it on the nose. Yeah, that's no, cool. I like it. Where, um, I almost uh, um, can you play a little bit of the original? That's what I was trying to get to. I'm just curious if I or anybody would like that one as much. Necessarily not the original, but. The one that's off of her um, 
All My Demons Greeting Me as a Friend, 2015. I like that title. So. Go row the boat to safer ground. So it starts off with lyrics right away. Yep. So, like, that's the one of the bigger things. And, like, it's electronic yeah. instruments. Synthesizers. Yeah. Like it's all the all the essential elements are there. Yeah, it's cool. But they're just different. Besides the lyrics, the lyrical contents. Right. Like it says like trick or treat in it, which I'm like, okay, those are that's the very like okay, Halloween. Yeah. Like, is this about werewolves? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It sounds very yeah, 2016, 2015. There's yeah. a little bit of a hammered dulcimer thing going on in it's kind of there but yeah. they're like hey what that sound there how can we transform mm-hmm. it into medieval yeah like how can we make it fit more of the time period Folky of the show stuff. yeah no i like it it's cool I, I think i like again based on the 12 seconds we just listened to that mm-hmm. i think i like the one from the movie better yeah we'll we'll, we'll listen to stuff off this album again okay and you you very much recommend this movie yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. good. I've heard good things. We we talked about this off air last week, but yeah, I've yeah. heard good things about it. Go see Wolfwalkers, but you have to buy a whole subscreaming or subscreaming subscreaming service. So I don't know if the streaming service is worth it, but I know that that movie is worth it. Sure. So if you can just rent it or buy it. Whatever. I bet on iTunes you probably yeah. can, or maybe like yeah, you can get a week free or something or whatever. I don't well, know if you do. have an iPhone and you've bought it within the last X amount of months, uh-huh. you get a free year of it. Oh, so okay. go watch the movie. Yeah. All right. Now I don't think I did with mine. I think mine's a little too old. Okay. So I guess this is like our our ad break <laughs> that we don't have ads break for. For adding, do yeah. math, kids. This this is where like really you as the listener should tell your friends to listen to <laughs> pause the podcast, podcast and call and all your like, friends. Yes, um, we'll wait <laughs> for for two shakes of a lamb's tail. <laughs> uh, but yeah, tell people because once we get to a certain point, then we can't have ads. Yeah, if we get a hundred downloads in a week, Holla. or more, we get people. Right yeah. now, we've got like thirty maybe. <laughs> Per episode. Yeah, which is the same six people downloading it five times. <laughs> That'd be weird. I don't know if that counts. Also, it doesn't count at all. There's, Anyways, no, there's no way that counts. We'll, we'll be back. Cool. Welcome and, back. I hope you called everyone you know ever and told them to download this podcast. Yeah, we were waiting a really long time. And also I mean, bought some for... me undies. <laughs> I'm going to will it into existence. But actually, so the, the way that I got Raycons... Uh, uh, was you went on the internet? I was I went on the internet and, and used I, a promo from a different podcast. I well, no, it was a YouTuber. It oh, was okay. it was Charles Cornell. Oh right, I want to call him Cordell, but it's Cornell. Yeah, um, who looks like my my band's bass player Chuck? It really he really does. Charles looks like Chuck. It, well, his name is really Charles <laughs> as well, but whatever he goes by. Plot Chuck. twist. Yeah, he looks like him. I'm like I really love you. <laughs> and, <laughs> I did it once. I'm like I really like your your analysis of this song. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Like I really like your your content. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I I got the Raycons from him. But then mm-hmm. like a month later, he was being sponsored by a different headphone company. Of course. <laughs> which I'm like, maybe you'll buy those too. I'm not like a uh. What would it be? 
like a his, loyalist, like a brand loyalist? No, 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 no. Like, like I, the the name that's popping in my head is like a sneakerhead. Oh, which okay. is like somebody who's into sneakers. Yeah. Uh, but like for headphones. So would that like would it be like? Well, a like a, my the first thing I'm gonna say is audiophile. But that that's more of like I gotta have speakers and I gotta have well, right. like this like, this file size and like yeah. vinyl and yeah. and like you know whatever. This is audiophile adjacent. Yeah. yeah, it's it's part it's part of audiophile. Yeah. But I'm not I, really. I, that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, but I do have a bunch of different kinds of headphones uh-huh. because they all. Some of them serve a different purpose. Uh-huh. Like these ones are more like I can hear my voice in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, the the reason I have these in this room is because it doesn't block out the sound. From, okay. So I could be like, "Hey, kids," yeah. and they can hear me. Yeah. Versus, I have another pair that like, no, they're they're <laughs> they're 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 closed back. Okay. Is what it's called. So like, there's it's not noise canceling, but you're more. In, in it like yeah. where your ears you know. are totally like closed off exactly you know? so what i was gonna say is i find it funny when like youtubers or podcasters or whatever when they do that kind of thing like where one episode or one thing they sponsored by this thing yeah and then like two or so later then they're sponsored by the same item but like a different cup i just always find that funny okay like, like headphones like like the headphone thing yeah i don't or really like, see that much or it's like this week we're sponsored by mac weldon and then next week we're sponsored by me undies which are both basically just like underwear and undershirt okay and clothing I don't, I don't know mac weldon yeah it's just another one that's sponsored by like a lot of podcasts listen to the the one the one podcast i was listening to i think from last week uh or maybe this week puck soup it's a hockey podcast they they do ads and stuff um and <laughs> I, th- I think it was from this week's one and the guy who was reading it he was like you know you can really tell when we actually like one of the products that we endorse <laughs> yeah because we really hype it up and he's like and then this is one of those products but i just thought that was funny too and i was also thinking i was like if i was one of the advertisers for something else on this podcast i'd be pretty annoyed that you <laughs> maybe that you like made a point to hype up this one but then not mine that was also on the same episode or something yeah thanks for your money so, yeah thank you for your patronage yeah <laughs> which maybe we'll Maybe we'll be as as good as that because I'm just doing this for the money, obviously. Yeah, right? clearly. Because um, yeah, what are we? This is episode. Actually, the one thing. So also inspired by Puck Soup, if we ever do ads or anything like that, <laughs> is is I want to. I'm inspired by the guy who does it. Um, he always finds a way to like segue. Oh, into the... into the ad, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the other two guys that are on there, you can always gauge how much they like it because they'll be like, "Yeah, it was alright," or be like, "Oh, like the segue." <laughs> Yeah, the segue okay. into it. Yeah, no, they're, they're always like into the ad or whatever, but it's the segue that they're always. Like, I'm gonna leave it that up to you. Yeah, like to be the the segue. Yeah, guy. like there was a thing because it's like a hockey thing, and they were talking about like, I don't know, something with like cap space and and trades and whatever, and they're like, yeah, so if you like do this or whatever, that'll really cover your ass. And speaking of covering your ass, me undies or whatever, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. always something like that. And and I've gotten to the point now where as I'm listening to it, I'm waiting for him. Like every time he says something, I'm like, is this gonna be it? Is this gonna be what's the thing? So That's anyway, funny. all right, so um, go my tune, your tune. So I I did so I okay so it's um. The Gentleman is a Dope by Blossom Deary. Um, and I was aware of Blossom Deary before I had heard this, but I hadn't really listened to her much. Just one of those names in the jazz world that I knew but never really got into. Um, and then I was watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, okay. which is a great show. And this particular song is featured in one of the episodes. And I was like, 
download and listen to more of her stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so I also discovered this from a show. All right. So she did not write this song. No, she As didn't. is typical with a lot of jazz artists is you do other people's songs. You do your interpretations of them. Some of them are standard. Some of them are not. Uh, this one is from a Broadway show. Do you know what show? Allegro. You, you did a bunch of research. Yeah, by? By Austin, uh, Rogers and Hammerstein. Rogers and Hammerstein. Yeah, this was from Allegro, which I had not heard of. It Apparently a flop. Kind of a flop, yeah. It was their follow-up to, they had done Oklahoma, they had done Carousel, mm-hmm. and then they're like, no, we got this one, and they like tried to go super heady about it, and it just didn't, didn't take. So it was like a modern story, and... It involved a Greek chorus and minimal sets and all these other things. And the people were like, yeah, not so much. <laughs> Why can't you do those those cool ones uh-huh. like Oklahoma? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so this is from her album. I, Go ahead. I do have a question yeah. about this. Because, like, when I when I saw just the name. The, the name gentleman, of the song? The oh. gentleman is, the do- is, is a dope. Is a dope, yeah. I was, then I thought, the lady is a tramp. Oh, okay. Like, are they connected in any way? Um, only that Lady's a Tramp also comes from a musical. It's It was, uh, there's Rogers, Rich, Richard Rogers. Uh-huh. He's the, he's the, the connection. What's, okay, how so? He wrote the music. He didn't write the lyrics, but he wrote the music to both. He wrote the music for Guys and Dolls? Um, Babes in Arms. What? What's Babes La- in Arms? Ladies in Tramp. Yeah, Lady, the Lady is a Tramp is a show Oh, what am I thinking of? 19- Luck be a lady. Yeah. Oh, my God. Lady this Sorry. and Lady that. Oh, my gosh. Sinatra. Yeah. It makes sense. It's no, this early. is this it's is from Babes in Arms. But... Oh, right. Okay. Or, no, Lady in the the Lady is a Tramp is, is from, from Babes, Babes in Arms. Arms. I got you. Which was written in 1937 where is Allegro a Rogers was, and Hart? was... Yes. Rogers and Hart joint? <laughs> I don't... I'm, I'm not the musical guy here. Well, so I'm a bad musical guy. <laughs> Clearly, because I just you didn't know those two things, but anyway, no, I got a my bunch. my thing is I have trouble listening to shows that I have not seen. Okay, because I want to know, like I want to be visualizing the story as it's happening and mm-hmm. know what know what the story is and all that stuff. And I'm like, I guess I could read about it and whatever, but so I don't listen to a lot of shows that I have not mm-hmm. been to or been a part of. That's mm-hmm. my that's why I'm a bad musical person. But anyway, so this is from her album, uh, Sings Broadway Hits or something, but also has the word soubrette in it. Yeah, and you know what soubrette is? It is an actress or other female performer playing a lively, flirtatious role in a play or opera. Yep, so I guess I could close that window now. <laughs> yeah. I told you I did a bunch of research, but I left it on my laptop, so. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. Um, but it's funny because like, I keep trying to look at, so like, is the album soubrette or is it soubrette colon sings the songs of Broadway hits, or is it Subret colon Blossom Deary sings the, the hits of Broadway? You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those kind of weird things, like, yes. where it's basically got, like, a double title. Because that was a pretty common thing from back in the day of, like, it would just be Blossom Deary sings the hits of Broadway, or Count, what it, Count Basie's, I mm-hmm. don't know, Basie Broadway, or Broadway Basie's Way. So, like, those kinds of things. You know what I mean? Like, where it's I just, gotcha. like, very much telling you what this album is about. Mm-hmm. But then they added the Subret part. So, anyway. Maybe it was called Subret. Maybe. And then, like, the, the subtitle is. Yeah. Like, sense. what it really is. Yeah. So, there you go. Cool. Let's get into it. I have some other facts. Now everyone's going to be like, look, be a lady <laughs> tonight. <clears throat> the 
gentleman is a dope. So she's a very particular a voice. Yes, like Betty Boo. <laughs> I can hear that, yeah. Um, she's also the piano player. Um, is she, though? She is. I know she does play piano. No, she is the piano player on this album. But on this record, on this song, it says tracks one, three, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Jimmy Rowles P, which really? I'm assuming means piano. Jimmy Roll, I believe it's Rolls. Interesting. It's in Rolls, but Rolls. Huh. I thought could for be. sure. Could be. Yeah. Not I just thought for sure that she played all the stuff on this. I don't know why she wouldn't, but. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. You pause for a second. So the, the, yeah. I like the instrumentation of this. It's three reeds and then like rhythm section. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, I, I was reading in like some of the liner notes stuff, there are like occasional like xylophone and I think vibes and some other stuff, but. Yeah, this track has uh, Basically just like piano bass drums and then the three reeds. And one of the three reeds is a guy named Dave Pell, who's a great saxophone player that I really mm-hmm. like a lot. Um, but the guy who did all the arrangements is Russell Garcia. And I was like, oh, who's he? And he was a staff, like a ranger and orchestrator and writer and stuff for NBC for a while, but then also for Universal Pictures. And I uh, just thought it was kind of cool. But do you know who helped give him his big break? Um, no, I don't. I thought this was super interesting. Okay, so it, it in his like real quick bio, it says about he got his big break when he filled in for somebody who was sick. And you're like, okay. So the guy, so there was like a radio show that was on in the 30s called like This Is America or something like that. Or This Is Our America, I don't remember. Um, and the guy who was the, the composer and orchestrator and conductor of that like fell ill and they needed somebody to sub in and he got recommended. So the director of that radio show was a guy by the name of Ronald Reagan. Yes, that Ronald Reagan, <laughs> like before he was a president, obviously like way before. You mean the actor? Yeah. Most people know that he was an actor, but he was, he was the director on this radio program. And, um, no one his, got it. his wife yeah. at the time, Jane Wyman had, uh, recommended him then to the, the folks at NBC. And that's kind of like, all of that kicked off his career. And then he just was like writer, arranger, orchestrator guy for movies and television and radio and stuff. And then like other people's albums and things too. But I just thought that was really cool. So Ronald Reagan was sick or Ronald? No, Ronald Reagan was the director of the thing. And then here comes this guy, Russ Garcia, filling in for my normal guy. And he's like, oh, shoot, this guy's actually pretty good. Let's keep him around. And then Ronald Reagan's wife at the time was, was... like oh this not, guy's really great nancy. she was talking to no not nancy oh, she was talking okay. to people at nbc and was like oh you should hire this guy he's really great i was un- unaware that ronald reagan had multiple wives i was also unaware of that too hmm. also i like the way you said that because it makes it sound like multiple wives at a time <laughs> also well, did you know that there was a there was a captain america story in like the 80s uh when ronald reagan turned into it like a snake and cap had to fight him <laughs> no <laughs> Okay. Anyways. Anyway, yeah. So about her voice, you can you can play some more. Yeah, we'll just talk about her voice. Okay. So the one th- like she says like a very childlike voice. Yes. Um, and the one thing I saw that was an interesting quote was a childlike voice singing postgraduate lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was interesting. I saw that as well. Which then there was like. <clears throat> the the quote that I thought was like that's weird. Uh-huh. It's like I th- this is from her uh-huh. in 2003. Uh-huh. So she was born in 1924. Mm-hmm. So almost a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. she's not alive anymore. No. Um, but I think that would probably make my voice more powerful 
but at this age, I don't think I'm going to to worry about it. Yeah. In 2003, <laughs> it's like, and she's like, 80. like she, they're like, you got to sing from your diaphragm. Like everything a choir uh, director would say, yeah. she's just like, yeah, but like you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, she I'll made a career out of this and whatever. And yeah, specific it's, it's, voice. It's 2003. Yeah, I started in the 60s. So some other. This is one of those things as I was doing some research is like really finding all these different connections and different stuff. Um, so she moved to Paris in the early 50s. And before that, she'd been a part of some different vocal groups, lots of which had blue in the title, which I thought was interesting. Um, but then when she went to France, she was in this group called the Blue Stars. Again, just like a vocal group. Um, and they sang a bunch of jazz tunes and stuff, mostly in French and whatever. And they had a hit with Lullaby of Birdland. But that group or some of the members of that group went on to then be in a group called the Swingle Singers, which was like this massive vocal group okay. for a long time. They're actually still technically around, but Ward Swingle, who, had, who was like the mastermind behind them, um, you know, it was just interesting that they kind of like folded into that group, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, just, tune, Do you this, know this anything about this super musical? Hip. Just what I read on Wikipedia. Okay. I know nothing about it. I know the character Emily sings this. That's about all I saw. Yeah, I started listening to the the, the original yeah. cast recording, yeah. which I'm like, yep, it's a it's Broadway yeah. from the 40s, which there's kind of like that whole, like, I don't know enough about um, musicals mm-hmm. to be like, oh, yeah, this that that's this era, or and then it went to this, and then mm-hmm. it kind of like, like, there has to be different eras there are. of 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 broadway and like this is definitely like when you're like oh and then all those movies that all those musical movies Mm -hmm. that that they did that yeah which uh i don't know if i was looking in because this was never a movie Mm -hmm. but i was looking at like other um roger rogers and hammerstein um music or musical movies so i like i guess i was like looking at south pacific Uh uh-huh and it's just funny how, like, at that time, it was like, you can sing, you can dance, you can act. Like, mm-hmm. you had to have the trifecta yeah. there, right? But in the cast, it's like, this person is this character, but this is their voice. Oh, yeah. Where it's just like, didn't you have people who could do this? I know. Well, well with movies, it's a little different because you needed to sell tickets. And so they come to see the big star. That's even like now. Like, you oh, cast yeah. f- these famous people in, like, these... Broadway cats. or cats, cats. Or, or like Beauty and the Beast or whatever and it's like maybe yeah um, you're, you're you're not necessarily like having someone overdub their voice but you are doing a lot of editing on their voice and their singing and stuff and sometimes it's really obvious so I yeah I just really like that arrangement that I think the the unique instrumentation is kind of cool and and he recycles a bunch of stuff in there like he just it's essentially just copied and pasted a bunch of those those horn lines okay and it's it's basically like a it sounds like a trio of clarinets basically but um yeah it's just kind of cool to just copy and paste and throw stuff in there um, I'm sure he maybe makes like little changes and stuff but um you know it just kind of just kind of works and it's just got this cool vibe to it. Um, I forget what year this was released. This um, album. This album. Uh huh. Nineteen sixty something. Okay. Yeah. So like right in that era of like kind of like cool jazz, West Coast jazz, like late fifties, early sixties. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Late fifties, early sixties. And just kind of has that vibe to it. That whole West Coast kind of thing. And for those cool. who don't aren't aware, this is in stereo. Ah, stereophonic probably or something. Some fancy name. <laughs> yeah, which means left and right. Uh-huh. That's interesting. I'm curious now about the, the piano playing thing. I just assumed it was her. Oh, oh the thing. I, I yeah, like, yeah. don't 
disagree with you if you're saying that's what it is but it's, well it could be and and she is a great piano player like there's um i think it's her like self-titled album um it's like i think it's just like a trio just her and, and bass and drums and stuff and, and it's great and and I, and I and i appreciate you know her voice may not be for everybody it's it's not like you were saying it's not the ideal and whatever but it it works and i think again i haven't listened to everything she's ever done but from what i have I, you pick things that fit for what you're doing you know so she's not doing the big belty craziness but you know just stuff that sits right comfortably in her voice and no it looks like about half the record she played piano on okay and the other half this particular tune she did not okay tune she did not that's cool i i haven't listened to much more of this album in particular to be honest Mm -hmm. um but i wonder if maybe if it is just like trio if it's if, if, if it's her or if it's like are the horns on every track? I don't think they're on every track. No. Do you know what I mean though? So like maybe this one because it was the larger ensemble. Hey, we're gonna bring yeah. in Jimmy Rolls to play this, and then oh, for a second there, just I just saying, thought you said Jimmy World. Yeah, we're gonna bring in Jimmy World <laughs> to do this track. We're gonna time travel them back. <laughs> um, but I here's what I think is really really cool. Yeah. So like when you think, oh yeah, we did a recording session, mm-hmm. like they people think, okay, like you know, really long time, or at least I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you do the drums and like you do each individual. It's yeah, like, no. well, in the 60s, no, you didn't nope. do that. <laughs> this was recorded in two days, February yeah. 19th and February 22nd. That's like so just wild. two days. Yeah. Like you go in, and it was probably like, okay, this is the day that we're going to do uh, the parts with the reeds. Uh-huh. And this is the, the, the one where we're not, we're just the trio. Yeah. So. Or maybe not even that. Maybe it was just. Let's do half the tracks today and half the tracks tomorrow, or mm-hmm. let's do all of them one day. And you know what I mean? Like it, it all depends. It's so it's so strange about that stuff. And sometimes they would do things in one take, and you're just like, "Yep, that's it, good." Well, that's why you get like a lot of like alternate take yeah. of 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 recordings because a lot of jazz records. Oh, do for that, sure, yeah. Where it's like you just have like five takes. Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh, but what about that take? Maybe not even five though. It's like you're, you're usually right. it's you, like two or three at, yeah. at most. Because again, re- recording studios it's expensive. Isn't it always that has like been. The the horror, like an outtake, the the worst solo ever was an it was like an alternate version. Oh yeah, where it's just Something one like note over yeah. and over, over again. Uh-huh. And, can't and he's like, not in time. Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, that's the reason it was an outtake. Uh-huh. Like they didn't want that. Well, and it's funny too. Like even just like. So we're we're playing this tune with uh, jazz orchestra right now called um, Blues After Dark, mm-hmm. and it's it was written by Benny Golson and it was played, at least the version we're doing was played by um, the Dizzy Gillespie octet, and so Dizzy Gillespie, famous trumpet player, he's playing. It's like a lead line which is tenor and and trumpet, which is Benny Golson and Dizzy Gillespie, mm-hmm. but in that main melody. On the, on the version that's on the album, Dizzy cracks like a few notes. And they're not even high notes. <laughs> he just like cracks them. But we were like, we, we discussed it in class and the kids are like, probably like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they did only like two takes and that was the best one. They liked the solos, you know, but okay, he cracked a couple notes on the melody. Like, oh, well, we had to take it because that's just what it was. You know, it's like an eight and a half minute tune. So yeah. you're not going to do too many takes of that. Nowadays, you'd splice it in and... Well, even... Well, or don't whatever. even say splice. Like nowadays... Punch like, in. <laughs> there's, there's, as much as like time doesn't really matter. Uh-huh. And time's a construct, man. And, <laughs> yeah. And like the way that you record is like you can record over and over and over and over mm-hmm. again and it doesn't, de- it doesn't degrade. Right. Where when you're recording onto a real to real tape. Correct. Yeah. You can only record on it so many times before it starts to be like, well, then it's going to bleed through. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I'm reading this book right now. It's called A Romance on Three Legs, which sounds dirty. Um, but it's about Glenn Gould, the famous piano player, mm-hmm. and his quest to find like the perfect piano. Okay. And um, I found it interesting that he actually, on his recordings in the in the 50s and 60s and stuff, and 70s, I guess, would um, like cut and like splice tape together and stuff to like from different takes of Bach partitas or whatever, you know, like random things that he was recording. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was interesting because all because he just cared about getting the perfect recording of stuff because he even stopped re- playing live. Um, but I, I don't know. You just think like classical music, like they just don't, you just wouldn't think that they would do that. You know, you just run it through and you get it and whatever. But I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Cool. No one else does, not you. No. No, I do. I do think that's cool. <laughs> it's a really interesting book, too, like almost all the, the way through it. Search for the Perfect Piano. That's Well, that's it's a, rom- a romance on three legs. <clears throat> Death on three legs. <laughs> sure. That's not right. That's, that's, I don't know what that's, that is. You don't really know? That's the Queen song. And it's not on three legs. It's on two legs. <laughs> Death on two legs. Never heard a heart. But what? What's a Queen song? A Queen song. Which Queen song? Death on two legs. Oh, I've never heard it. It's okay. You don't have to play it now. Play it for me afterwards. I will. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. We will. This has been another episode of Two Tunes Podcast brought to you by Bose Undies. No. <laughs> <sighs> Speaking of cutting things out, it's not. It's not uh, going to get I'm everything. Leave it it's in. Leave it no in. editing. No editing. Cool. So, where can people email us, Bo? Well, they can email us. Where can us your grandma email us? <laughs> I don't think my grandmother knows how to use email or even the internet. She doesn't have a smartphone. She's got a house phone. Cool. Anyways, uh, two tunes podcast at gmail.com nice. is where the people from like the internet age, yeah, Gen Gen X to millennials to uh-huh. to Zoomers uh-huh. to Alpha. That's, that's the next. It's gen, Generation Alpha. Alpha. Okay. That is cool. I don't know if that was like a wolf reference or something. No, but it (laughs) makes sense. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, you can email us there. You can also find us on Facebook. Your grandma can find us on Facebook, though. Yes. Even with her home, with her landline phone. She she can get on on Facebook. Um, And you can find us on Instagram at Two Tunes Podcast. Please like, subscribe, share, talk us up. And if you'd like to join the conversation, you can go over to Discord. Get on the Discord with me and Bo and your friend Christian. Yeah. Uh, Jess Catella, who is a tattoo artist from Pittsburgh, says yeah. that he's going to mess with me in the Discord. Sweet. But I don't think that's true. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. It's usually just Christian. That's cool, though. I like, I like his thoughts. He's very smart. Yeah. Going cool. to Berkeley and all. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.